Hey you guys, it is me, your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie, Lydia. Today's podcast vibes are going to be a little different because the person that is accompanying me today has seen my first steps, to fallout, first trip to the emergency room, and honestly so much more that I can go on and on about. <laughs> this woman is always labeled as my twin though, even though we are two years apart. I don't get why people label us as twins, but honestly speaking, I wouldn't have it any other way spending my diaper years with her than anyone else i'm pretty sure you guys have guessed who it is and if not well you are about to find out now ladies and gentlemen i would like to introduce to you my guest slash big sister emmanuel tremble y'all oh my gosh what a long intro that was hello everyone how is everyone doing today on this beautiful sunday have y'all read your word have you prayed before god have you paid your tithe your offering and you see it's okay god still love you but don't hint who it went god that's not good but as we get into this topic i'm pretty sure my sister has something interesting some food for thought for all of us to learn on today so you ready Girl, I'm ready. But before we can begin, I want to give a disclaimer. I don't know why somebody decided to cut their grass in our background of this audio. So hopefully you guys don't hear it. But I'm just letting y'all know our neighbors are getting their grass cut and they making a lot of noise. But, you know, thank you so much for joining me today. And I would like to say, you know, this topic today is going to be a banger. I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. It's going to be something. It's not going to be a hit or miss. It's going to be a hit. So if you miss it, you need to rewind this audio so you can get to where you need to get to. Nah, if they miss it, they need to run to it and grab it and bring it back so it could be a home run. You feel me? I guess, girl. I guess. Though, before we can begin, our listeners know that there's always a beverage of choice. And so that being said, what is your beverage of choice you have today? Well, the beverage of choice that I had today was water and I'm fully hydrated. I'm not thirsty at the moment, so I'm good. Well, I have my water on standby just in case because y'all know how I roll because I can get to talking. So I guess you can call us the water sisters or whatever since we both got water. <laughs> but enough of my lame jokes because she didn't even laugh. I thought that was funny. I put that in there as a little pun like we're water sisters because we both have. Okay. Anyway, I'm pretty sure my listeners are ready and eager to jump into today's discussion. So let's dive right in. I know you asked me, am I ready? But are you ready, ma'am? Oh, I've been ready. I'm just waiting for you to start. Oh, no, she didn't, y'all. Okay, so let's hop right into it. Um, So a lot of people don't know this, but the whole moving, transitioning, you know, I stayed behind in Jacksonville. Um, Everybody pretty much seen the house but me. And, you know, at first I was like, low-key, like, dang, everybody saw the house but me. But at the same time, I got over it because I stayed behind for purposes of just making sure the house and everything was okay. So when it got time for us to move, it would be a smooth transition. Um, Though you and dad were already in Orlando and not a lot of people know that. Like, once you told your jobs that, hey, we're moving to Orlando, it was like in a blink of an eye. They was like, okay, your transfer's ready. And we were like, wait, what? Like, they didn't give us a month. They didn't give us, like, a couple of weeks. They was like, okay, boom, bada, bing, is done. And y'all had to be, I want to say, didn't y'all start work um, the last week of January? 
I believe so, yeah. Yeah, so it was pretty much quick because honestly, we had the ball rolling like during New Year's, like during Christmas time, we was looking. And you know, the moving process, so after New Year's, um, I applied for more than over 100 jobs on Indeed, on any hiring site, because I just didn't want to work in retail anymore. I didn't want to work in teaching. I just wanted something different. And I felt like this new chapter required me to have something different going on in it. And I know you guys are like, well, you could have played the safe route and did that and then found something when you got here. But I was like, honestly speaking, I don't want to conform myself to something that I already know my mind and my heart isn't in to do. And I don't want to be a detrimental to somebody's company. Um, Yes, I could have transferred with you to Old Navy, but I was like... Nah, I've been at Old Navy since I've been 17, fresh out of high school. I'm currently now 22, turn, turning 23 Leo gang. <laughs> and, well, you know, really, it ain't about the Zodiac signs, but that's a different topic for a different day. But, um, yeah, so I just wanted to, you know, try something new. And during this time, I felt so discouraged. I ain't even gonna cap you, bro. I was depressed. Like, I was like... I've been applying to all these jobs and ain't nobody hit me up. And I know it's not because I'm not qualified because I am like I met all the criteria. Like I was applying for jobs that I met criteria, customer service. That's what I was looking at. Receptionist jobs. That's what I was looking at. I even thought about going back to school, but not to be like a teacher in the classroom. I was like, I can be an office assistant and ain't nobody was calling me back, girl. Like, I just remember that moment in time. I wouldn't say I was at my lowest of low, but I just honestly felt like it got to be something better than this, like something. And um, my mom was, well, not my mom, because our mom, she was applying to jobs too, um, to stay in the school system, basically. And she was like feeling the same way because she was putting in all these job applications. She applied to universities, colleges and everything, and nobody was hitting her back. And she was like, and I was just, you know, elaborating to her and telling her how I felt about the whole situation. She came back to me like a couple of days later and she was like, you know, I was really talking to God about this mood transition and everything. And God wanted me to tell you and also tell myself that we are qualified, like change your mindset, regardless if you feel like you're not qualified for the position, God will set you up to make you qualified for the position. And I just felt like that was God telling us to not be discouraged because even though we are in a transition of change you know your faith changes with that because you're moving in the way that you can't see things and I was like hey that's really a word for encouragement for you know she's shaking her head y'all but I'm trying to get her to say yeah so yeah I 100% agree with her I mean it was a lot of trials and tribulations that all of us as a family individually that we went through but at the same time we had to remain focused and steadfast on the vision that we was trying to portray and that vision was all of us moving to Orlando before March or of April. But God made it happen accordingly to the way how it was supposed to go. Yeah, because a lot of people don't know this, but we plan on coming out here during the summertime. And it just so happened that God set it up to like, no, we're leaving now. Like, we're leaving now. And I kept telling my friends, like, you know, I'm moving like years. I kept telling them, you know, I'm moving, you know, I'm moving. And they was like, OK, girl, OK, girl. So to finally like be like, no, like y'all look in the house. It's packed. It was like one of those things like, dang, bro, this really happening for real. And it was a shocker to all of us. So, you know, jumping forward to, you know, losing my job and just experiencing the effects of life. 
<sighs> to that, that comment just came back to mind what mom told me. I am qualified. And I was like, you know what? And it wasn't even like me thinking I'm qualified for another job. Like, I am qualified for more than just a nine to five. I am qualified for anything in life. I'm qualified for relationships. Like, you name it. Like, God plan will always be to link you up with people with like-mindedness. God doesn't put you in a place that he wants to tear you down and break you and destroy you and make you feel less than so you can worship him. It's like God has everything set up accordingly. So I just flipped it as, you know what? I'm qualified. I'm qualified to be loved unconditionally and treated like a queen and vice versa. I'm qualified in just anything. Like God wants to set me up to where I don't have to stress about my financial needs or other issues in my life. And he's going to give me a place that I will feel at peace, a place where I can enjoy. And when I was thinking about all those things, I said within myself, you know what, this is the next conversation for Reach. And I was praying that my sister would agree to come on with me because, you know, my sister has always been one of them people that's like, oh, this is your thing. I don't want to overstep or anything. But I'm like, girl, you my sister. Like, if I want you on my stuff, you're going to be on my stuff. But that's only if you know she wants to you guys so um i'm gonna bring her in because i know i've been chatting it up for a minute so this is her moment to speak so that being said amaywa when thinking about the words i am qualified what comes to mind for you like do you feel like it relates from a personal level of elevation like i'm trying to elevate personally from that standpoint or do you think it's an external standpoint on life so or you can answer both um i'm just giving you an either or but what is your take on that well my take on it is when it comes to i am qualified it's already done it's mm. not something that you trying to get ready for. It's not something that you trying to prepare, prepare for. That's why mom told the both for you guys that God told y'all that y'all are qualified because y'all already did the needs and necessities that y'all had to do. It's just at that time and that that moment that that season because not everybody is going to see the same vision that you see in your life. So in order for you to keep moving on and keep doing your life you have to give yourself self-encouragement you have mm -hmm. to encourage yourself saying i am qualified it's not a view of a personal or an external or something that deals with life it has nothing to do with that at all i mean it can be but as I tell my sister and my family all the time, context clues, it says qualify. It doesn't say qualify or pre-qualify or pre-qualification and all those other big letters and words. It says qualify. Qualified means you already ready for something that you trying to pursue in your life at that time and at that moment in the season that you're entering in. So when you say you are qualified, that means God already made you go through the storm the tsunamis and all of that stuff that you had to go through the down there where the devil is and to the upstairs, the ladder of heaven he done made you go through everything that you were supposed to go through so when it comes to that time and that season in your life when you trying to get somewhere that you trying to go it's like 
what Lydia said. She applied to hundreds of thousands of jobs. And for every job, people know they have qualifications. So when you look for a job, you be like, okay, do I have these qualifications? You're not saying, okay, what I need for these qualifications or do I have these qualifications? No, you're saying I have it. This is what I have. So when you think of the word qualify, you're thinking about what you have already that you could put into your life. My, so my, my. that turns into something that's more powerful than what you think of when it comes to relationships. Like I'm a testimony of myself, you know, relationships can be up and down, rocky, heavy, and everything that you could ever think of possibly it can be. But you got to say with yourself, I am qualified. I know what my standards are. I know what I'm selling for. I know who's supposed to enter in my life and who's supposed to be with me to my life. I'm not going to marry a man that my dad is not going to approve of. I'm not going to marry a man that God is not going to approve of. Because at the end of the day, I am qualified for whatever the Lord sent to me because I done been through everything that I need to go through for I can be qualified. So when it, when it comes to the conversation of us being qualified, it's not always okay. I need to sit down and I need to think, what am I qualified for? What what needs to be done for I can be qualified? No, honey, baby, sweet pie, sugar loo, as the country people <laughs> say it. No, don't think like that, sweetheart. When you say I am qualified, you don't sit down and think of the things that you need to be qualified for. You need to say you already got it. Because when you graduated high school, what did you have? Your high school diploma. When you graduate from college, you had your college degree. You are qualified. You already certified. It's things that you have. And when you say you are qualified, you have it. Do you have your high school diploma, Lydia? Yes. yes. Do you have your college degree, Lydia? Yes. yes. So are you qualified, Lydia? Yes. yes. So with that being said, she's already qualified. So when people come to the note and thinking, am I qualified for this? Am I qualified for that? God is not telling you to sit down in misery and start thinking about things that you qualify for. God is refreshing your memory on things that you don't went through for you to accomplish or what you're trying to do in your life. So when it comes to you establishing your business, Lydia, do you have your business degree? Yes. Do you have your educational degree? Yes. And Lydia has a lot of degrees and all that other extra stuff. She's a very smart young woman, by the way she's in National Honor Society and she girl, made she to give me girl focus I mean, she tried to shout me out I mean, out here she, she tried to shout I me mean, out she was a real real hard worker in school and you know as being the oldest sister I am I'm very 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 proud of her that she was determined and she was focused on getting Aww. her education done so when it comes to this topic sometimes I just be tickled because she be like I need to be qualified I need to figure out how I can be qualified and I tell her all the time you know what Lydia you already qualified you got your high school diploma you got your college degree what 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 you trying to figure out what you need to be qualified for you already qualified for it and when it comes to relationships I told this young lady since she was 15 years old because we t- 
two years apart. And when she was 15, I was like 17, getting ready to turn 18. And I told her, I said, you know what? I never want to be with a man that I'm not supposed to be with, that God ordained me to be with. Because at the end of the day, ladies, listen, it's it's okay to have fun. It's okay to love on guys. It's okay to flirt with them. It's okay to do all of that. But I'm going to tell you what I told my baby sister here. Sit down and think about it. When you entertaining those men and you flirtatious with those men, how many times God sends you your future husband to you and he just walked away because you was entertaining someone else? Mm. How many times have you just even graced his presence without even knowing because you too busy trying to pursue and entertain someone else that God did not ordain you to be with? And that goes for men, too. That goes for men, too. I mean, look, you want to talk to the shawty? You want to holler at the shawty? You just want to entertain the shawty and all that? You don't want nothing serious? Men. Listen to me, because I have a younger brother, too. And I tell him the same thing I'm telling my younger sister. Don't play with nobody feelings, because at the end of the day, you don't want your feelings played with. So why you want to play with someone else's feelings? I understand being a man is lonely, and you have your needs and your wants and all that other extra stuff. Keep your mind on Christ, man, because y'all probably thinking negative right now. Women, too. Yeah, yeah women, too. <laughs> Come on, keep it holy. Today is a Sunday. I mean, on the Monday. Monday through a Wednesday and a Thursday. Wait, 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 wait. Look, 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 let me say something. Look, look, listen, y'all, listen. I done made up a prayer, right? And I said um, to God, I was like, and I heard this um, bishop. I don't even want to say she was a bishop. I want to say she was an apostle or whatever, came to church, whatever, during that women's conference. And she was like, I just asked God to cover me in his oil because, you know, you can get high that time. So my prayer to God, I'm like, cover me, God, from my neck down. Don't let nothing like d- dead kill it. Let it die. What and you then, talk about neck down? I need my whole body But covered. listen, but listen. And then on top of being covered neck down, I said, God, word my mouth to not put me in situations I'm over here trying to get out of because, you know, we can talk a good game and then dudes and females both be we all the same way. Like, so you was talking all that junk. Let's see if you bought it. And you were like, oh, I was just playing. No, like God, word my mouth to not put me in situations because the Bible saying the word, the Bible don't say you entertain that stuff and you talk your way out of that situation. The Bible say run. So guess what we finna do? Run to not put myself in the situation that I shouldn't got no business being in um but I also want to point out something else I know you was talking something really good really 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 good but I want people to also understand when you was talking about qualified and that and this and this blessing my soul so um we just not coming from a physical standpoint like you qualified in your emotional you're qualified in your mental you're qualified in your spiritual because we are all here to grow and to grow to be the best version of ourselves and if you're not there yet just listening to this conversation of me and my sister you know just talking it that's the first step in all honesty knowing that you have a problem or knowing that you want to elevate making that first step of saying okay well what can I do to gain knowledge to better myself like to be completely transparent with you guys this season of me learning myself and having more time to invest in myself has been a little depressing and 
wordful because I'm and I'm I'm <laughs> I'm telling y'all to keep the faith. I'm telling y'all like I'm not worried. I'm not pressed, but I am low key worried. I am low key pressed, and I'm like God. I don't know how this is gonna work, but I do know this that there is a greater purpose for me in the end, and that's what's keeping me going. Like having the full time to invest back into yourself, you guys, is everything. And I can see that work that I'm putting in is not in vain because honestly speaking, and my sister can attest to this for years, reach has always been in the formation. It has has always been a thing. When I was little and we was playing around, you was like, what you want to be? I want to be a business owner. I want to motivate people. I want to do this. I want to do that. It's always been something. Y'all, this girl is a mess when it comes to that. When we was little, a little bad story on her. Don't embarrass me. We used to go in the store and she used to walk around and people saying, would you donate to the Lydia Foundation? It was one time this lady, she gave my sister $40 and she was like, thank you for being a blessing to a little kid's life. That little kid was Lydia. (laughs) That little kid, that wasn't nobody but Lydia. Our mama was so heated with her. She was like, why did you do that? Why you do that? I mean, at the end of the day, I was young and I was hustling. I made it work with them. But anyway, sidebar, I am going to really turn that into an organization because I really want to have an organization for people who are in situations that's not even just struggling like in situations in life where they just need that extra boost but we talking about it now but you know years from now God gonna make it happen but you know just putting that work in and me saying to myself like I'm I mean, when you're walking in faith, when you're walking in life and you have to trust and believe God, you are going to become weary. You're all going to become confused. You're all going to be doubtful. Like I hate when people say you can't question God. It's not you questioning God, saying to God, like he don't know what he doing. You questioning God so you can get a broader understanding of where you need to go. Because if you saying yes to everything, God could be telling you something. Okay, hypothetical. God could say, I want you to get some chicken, right? And God wants you to go to Chick-fil-A. I know it's a Sunday, but we're going to use Chick-fil-A. God wants you to go to Chick-fil-A and your butt go to Walmart and cook chicken. God didn't want you to cook chicken. He wanted you to just go to Chick-fil-A and get chicken. So that's where them questions come in. Like, God, I understand this is my purpose. This is what you want me to do. But what are the steps that I need to take to prevail in this situation so I don't be the blind leading the blind? And I tell y'all this all the time. Like, I'm not perfect. My sister's not perfect. I stumble. I fall. Sometimes I make big boo-boos and I have to be like damn bro and I have to backtrack it and I just have to pray that you know this doesn't reflect a bad note on my character but it's like one of those things like we just have to trust and believe that God's gonna work it out the way he works it out and yes I become weary yes I become depressed I'm human I have emotions like the next person don't think because people with platforms people with high hierarchy or whatever situation scenario may be like we are all human we're all flesh and blood that's saying spirit that God has placed in every single one of us is the same spirit that's going to go back to him when it's time for us to see uh, to see his face and so yeah. don't get it twisted yeah and I 100% agree and it's like you know when you brought up the conversation saying that you have emotions that you have feelings you know it brings me back to when I was 15 to 16 years old and I went to this school this very hard school and it it was in the hood. It literally was sitting in the hood. Y'all probably laughing when I'm saying that, but I'm telling the truth and I'm not trying to put their uh, public business out there because we're not advertising them right now, but <laughs> 
I'm just saying, it literally was in the hood. Y'all probably thinking, well, she probably went to Reebok. Yeah, I went to Reebok, but that's not the old school I went to. My school was literally sitting in the hood. My sister can tell you. Yeah, like, yeah. She it had, was she in had the hood. to go to the school, and it was, like, in a project area. And that's not the bash, you know, low-grade areas, because at the end of the day, like, them people got to live just like the next yeah. person. But it is a little bit rougher because you lack the resources that is needed versus being in the urban area. But go ahead. But, you know, I always tell, told them all the time, you know, and for my friends that's listening to me right now, y'all, y'all girl made it. You know, I made it out that school. I made it with my high school diploma. You know, I told y'all I'll do it. That's nothing but God. God did it. And that's how it's going to end with it. But anywho, I told them all the time, you know, everyone has feelings because they used to say, I don't have no feelings. I don't have no feelings. And I would be like, everyone has feelings even jesus has feelings when you know today is holy communion when jesus got hung on the cross jesus cried jesus wept jesus did a lot of things so when it comes to you saying you don't have emotions you don't have feelings you need to accept within yourself that you have an emotion to feeling when you say you don't have feelings because that's an emotion when you say i don't have feelings what's your emotion when you say you don't have feelings you're hurt you're mad you're upset or whatever comes to your mind when you say you don't have feelings everybody has feelings I tell my sister that all the time when sometimes Lydia get upset with me or I get upset with Lydia and Lydia just want her space I give her her space but when it's just one of those moments we just ha- need to hash it right then and right now I come to her and I'll be like okay I know you upset I know you don't want to talk about it you know how for the people that's friends with Lydia you know she be squinting up her nose and her whole face be red <laughs> Like she finna get you or something like that. But I talk to her. I be like, okay, I know you don't want to talk about it. She's like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. I be like, Lydia, just breathe. We need to talk about it. And we need, we need to hash this right now. And then that's when Lydia started to explain to me what is really wrong. So until you get intact to why you saying you don't have feelings you gonna feel motionless for the rest of your life and nobody don't want to feel motionless for the rest of their life no one because at the end of the day it's good to be happy it's good to be sad it's good to be mad you know i went to this psychiatrist when i was like in the in the third grade i forgot his name lydia used to make fun of his name all the time because Girl, i don't even remember his name his name was ridiculous and lydia was like oh she going to her crazy doctor <laughs> i told y'all we had counseling <laughs> but at the end of the day he the one that told me and shout out to him because he he know who my family is shout out to you doc but he told my family at the end of the day everybody just needs to listen to each other everybody need to give each other a chance to speak because i'm not saying that the tremble family is perfect everybody talks over each other but at the end of the day the tremble family know how to come together when a situation needs to get hashed it needs to get solved not saying all our other trials and tribulations that we have we don't talk about it we do talk about it but i'm talking about the moments where people get really heated and really 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 upset and they just don't want to talk about it we do our best to come together together as one and talk about it because at the end of the day none of us want to say to each other that we don't have no feelings for each other you know and like just a couple of years ago you know my sister you know 
a long time ago, she told me that she was all over our sisterhood and she was like, you know, I just don't care about us being sisters. I mean, I know you're my blood sister, but I just don't care about that anymore. And, you know, I, I don't know why I'm telling this over a phone to hundreds and thousands of people that soon will turn into millions. But me receive and- it. I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> but me and my sister has never been the perfect sisters you know that we are right like, now yeah, we're, we're developing yeah. our relationship even right have... now we're developing what you talking about yeah that's about? what i just said yeah. see she's trying to come yeah. even now <laughs> we're developing our relationship because like beforehand child we used to butt heads all the time and i used to tell amaywa all the time i don't care if you're two years old me wow two years <laughs> is a big gap and i was like and technically you're not two years because i was born in august and you was born in october so really it wasn't two years it was a year and some change and we just used to butt heads but something I was telling her the other day in the room when we were talking I was like you know what I really respect our parents for instilling in us like do not argue over the most petty little things and if by some chance that does happen remember that you are family and at the end of the day you know you have each other's back he was like our parents was like don't look at us and like what we grown up and what we been through y'all can like start this now like we used to like hash it out and sometimes my our both of our parents would come in the room and counsel us like what is wrong with y'all and i'm like da 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 and then um she'd be like they both honestly they both be like and they was like that is the most stupidest thing y'all arguing over are you serious this is why i hear y'all yelling at the house at each other y'all they used used to to stay in a two-story so when we yell yeah we yell and then they used to make us wear this big t-shirt and be in the same shirt together and if we didn't want to do that she used to that my mom because you know my dad worked my mom used to make us hug all the time and then she was like i would not she was like y'all cannot let go of the hug until i feel like y'all love each other again and we used to sit there and hug and I was like girl fake it so we could get out this hug but in return we did feel the love we did we did feel you know the stuff and all that matter but go ahead um I mean let me just say this real quick nobody's perfect and like you know looking back on it like I have said some hurtful things to my sister my sister has said some hurtful things to me but the biggest growth that we have done with each other is just acknowledging where we were in that place and like just growing from it and not like throwing the past back like it's not us like removing the trauma for our lives or ignoring the situation at hand because when we finally mellowed down and out of the heat of the moment calmed down and everything and apologized it's like one of those things like this is my sister like at the end of the day like I love my best friends I love the people that I say that's my sis but this is my blood all right my blood sister and at the end of the day I know she got my back like white on rice and I got her back like rot on rice like y'all just don't know people who know us like my sister would snap on you about anything if you said something to me growing (laughs) up okay hey hey the lord delivered me from that I'm I'm just saying like my sister like you could roll your eyes at me and I didn't catch it my sister be ready to fight you like what you know and i'm like bruh it's not this it's not yes it is they disrespecting you so they disrespecting me <laughs> <laughs> so like like i know like at the end of the day like i can count on her she can count on me and like we do but heads we do have our moments like bro don't talk to me like you irking me like get out my face like I mean, it's so many it's, words it's been, it's especially because you know mom our mom always wanted us to be in the same schools together we wasn't those type of siblings growing 
growing up. Okay, Lydia's gonna go to this school. Emmanuel's gonna go to that school. The only time we separated was in middle, middle school. school. And when I tell y'all, I felt so lonely. So I was happy we was back together in high school. Y'all, it's like when we got back together in high school, it was like, like it was like everybody knew not to mess with us. Well, especially me, because they used to call me the hothead. But God delivered me from that. Hallelujah, praise to Jesus. Thank you, Resurrection Sunday. But um, <laughs> I just want you to know Easter's next oh, Sunday. Oh, oh, well, Today is Palm Sunday. Well, y'all forgive me. Today is Holy Communion Sunday. So y'all, I'm pretty sure y'all that ate your bread and drunk your juice and stuff. So hallelujah. <laughs> but God delivered me from that. But in the past, it, I mean, shoot. It was like, it just, it was one time me and my sister got in a heated, heated argument. And I will never, it was that time when we was on the bus. And that dude... Oh yes, like I promise you, like we're not those type of sisters that really just get upset with each other and whatever happens just happens. No, it's like okay, I I'm upset with you back. In okay, a day. wait, wait, stick a pin in here. If you ever see family and relatives, whoever in a relationship disagreeing, stay your butt out of it. Because at the end of the day, we gonna turn on you. Okay, go ahead. Well, that is the truth. That's because we gonna be like, ain't nobody asked for your commentary. I don't care if you see us arguing or not. That's my sister and I love, but I'm just check her just like she checks me. And it it was just the dude. He, he I guess he liked Lydia. He was younger. I don't know how old that dude was. He looked like I don't know, but he took a penny or a, a it was dime. a dime. I remember it because I'm traumatized. Oh gosh, this girl traumatized. That was but, physical assault. Oh god, <laughs> by by a nickel. Really, you can't sue a nickel. A dime. It well, was a dime. Oh Jesus Lord. Ten percent. Oh, That's okay. what God asked back from us. He, not the one that he threw to you. <laughs> Girl, tell the story. Okay. Tell the story. So, anywho, he tossed the dime at Lydia. And me and Lydia just got finished with a heated argument. And for our relatives, especially our spiritual grandparents that's listening, they know when me and Lydia get upset with each other, like, we get upset. Like, it's not no honey boo-boo. Yeah, we, we get strapped. We, like we, we, we about to street. fight each other. Like, <laughs> but, but thank God for deliverance. Yes, we thank God for deliverance. We don't do that no more. We don't do that no more. But I looked, I looked, I had my shoes off. If y'all know me well, the, for the people that knows my this sister. This girl never have her shoes on, and that's what I be fussing her about. Because, that's unsafe. Look, she can step on something. Look, okay, I was in ROTC all my high school years. And for the people that's in the service, kudos to you. Because my feet would be hurting in my boots. And the time that I don't wear my boots and I wear regular shoes, shout out to me, brothers and sisters in the service. Y'all feet will be, like, it's just every step you take it without shoes, it's like, anywho. So I looked at dude. And I was like, oh, no, he didn't. And then I looked at him. I said, what did you just do? And he was like, what it looked like I just did. What you going to do about it? So what I did, I got close in his face. Because if y'all know Emmanuel, when it comes to her little sister, like, it's just something about Lydia Christine Trumbull. Okay, she ain't got to say my government. But, but I'm just saying, it's something about Lydia. Like, if you mess with Lydia, I just turn like a hot wave, like, I got in this dude's face. I 
cut like literally nose to nose, didn't I, Lydia? Yeah. And he was a midget too. Yes, and I told and we him. some short people, so he was shorter than my sister. I am five two, and I think you were five. Yeah, two. me and him was head head, and I was like, if you ever do it again, I'll have your head myself. And so he was about to fight me. So me, I well, our friends at the time they was holding me back, and then Lydia, she was getting hold back as well and then now our friends going crazy on the dude not a dude scared scared for his life because he know he gonna get jumped when he get off the bus <laughs> because- this is not this is not the greatest night of you know this was the, working to be the best version of yourself because during this time i'm gonna be honest with you i wasn't really a hundred percent saved like yes i was a preacher's kid but y- y'all know, y'all know how it be out here it took me a look, minute to I, find was, God. I was just in between blessings that's all I'm Child, you know, look the bus driver was about to kick the boy well, off he wasn't they wasn't she wasn't even gonna kick us off she was gonna kick him, him off. off and she told him if he bothered us ever again on that bus that he gonna have to find a way of transportation because she's not gonna let him on the bus anymore and i was ain't that just the favor of god when people try to do things and flip it on you god will always set it up to backfire on them and you be low-key in the back of your head laughing like hi that's what you get you little boo tail sale yeah i was backfire huh <laughs> child, we we gonna get off that because we got so much we need to talk about. But yeah, so that whole bus situation it was crazy. But at the end of the day, it worked out fine. But days. speaking of backfire, I don't know why when you said that it's like I had to say this. It was a time when we was in class together. We had a teacher in biology together. The voice that always talked like this. I'm not gonna say her name, but. <laughs> For the people that had classes with us, y'all know who I'm Girl, talking get about. To the point. Anywho, so like as y'all know, Lydia is a good kid. She makes good grades. That's just who Lydia is. While I'm the popular kid, I don't care about my grades. I mean, I care about my grades for me to graduate, but I don't care about my grades at that time. And I'm an overachiever. Okay, yeah, I can't help it. I just achieve. I don't overachieve. <laughs> I just achieve. But God delivered me from that. God delivered me from Bro, that. Point. So, anywho, this lady, she Lydia been asking this lady for like a hundred gazillions of times, like what she has to do to pass her class. Oh, so, she was straight up ignoring yes, me all the God given time. Like it was, it was. And lady, you know who you are. Look at me now. Ha. <laughs> anywho, <laughs> disclaimer. Anywho, so what? Like it was getting ready to be the fourth quarter, and then Lydia had an F in her class, and Lydia was Lydia got upset. Lydia was like, um. But Lydia was like, oh, oh, I done asked you thousands and thousands of times what I need to do in your class. And you giving me an F how this doesn't make any sense. And I do because she made us do this notebook thing that stays in her class and it can't leave the classroom. And then sometimes I'd be like, what is she doing with that thing? But then back to the conversation. And so, y'all, y'all know for the people that went rebought with me and my sister, it was the time I had to wear my uniform. I was finna fight this lady. Sorry, God, Granny, and God, um, Papa. Like, I was finna fight this lady in school, and the spirit probably tugged on y'all. That's probably why y'all showed up at the school in the first place. Because I was upset, and, like, she was disrespecting Leah, and it, it looked like she was finna call Lydia out her name, out her mouth. And I was in my uniform. I was in my Marine Corps ROTC uniform. So, one of the uh, cadets, they ran all the way to, um... 
the ROTC room. And then they was like, first sergeant, master sergeant, hurry up. Emmanuel's finna fight. Emmanuel's finna fight in uniform. So here's nothing but you see just them running. And then my classmate, I forgot, but her last name was Jones. Such a sweet girl. But she, you that was your best friend at Revo at the time. She was in uniform too. She, her uh, rank was higher than me. She was holding me back. And I was like, how dare you talk to my sister like that? How dare you feel my sister like that? I will have your head expel me, kick me out of school. I don't care. This girl is a <coughs> hot head. <laughs> this girl is a good girl in school. I said, lady, don't let me take off my cover because once I take off my cover, it's finna go down. And y'all know at Reebok, those it come, it's different. We talking about okay, so listeners who don't know, we're talking about Reebok High School is located in Jacksonville, Florida. So for people, because you know we do have listeners yeah. that's not Florida based, so they're not gonna know what we're talking about. Um, but yes, that was the high school we went to. We actually went to two different high yeah. schools because mm-hmm. we did end up moving. But I'm gonna sum it up because this girl she be so oh Jesus. So yeah, so she got all over the place some type of way. Our grandparents visited the school, and you know teachers and me. Not all, but some, we didn't get along because me being that overachiever, I would finish my work in advance. She so did. they were like, well, you're distracting all your other people. It's like my, um, Half they were called, you know, like gifted. Like I just finished my stuff early. And it was like, when I got to high school, they was like, well, she needs to skip up like a grade. And I was like, no, cause then I'll be in my sister grade and I'll graduate high school. What? 15, 16. 16. And I, yeah. And I wasn't with that. So I was like, not because y'all like, well, you should have known. Cause I still be young and that's too much. So I was like, um, what you want me to do? And it was like, some teachers would like put roadblocks in a way for me to like do better because they like she gonna finish early and stuff like that so in so many words we got the situation handled i did not fail her class with an l i ended up getting an a so at the end of the day because yeah, the lady was scared of me that's all that was that lady was, anyways lady anyways let's me. let's get back to the, the lady didn't want to have her girl on. hush um so back to being qualified you know maywell you about to be 25 um this year and so i know you have a lot of goals and aspirations for yourself so what are those goals and aspirations because the reason i ask and give it to me short because we've been on this thing for a minute i know we have um i ask because the older you get you know your thought process shifts um to what to what you want, stop what you wanted for yourself. It's not what you want now. Like, the same Amayo that was 20 is not the same Amayo that's at 25. The same Amayo that was, like, 13 is not the same Amayo that's about to turn 25. So what are the goals that you desire for yourself moving to elevate? Like, because, like, we are talking about we are qualified, so we already have it. But what is something you foresee in the future for yourself that you would like to obtain? Well, I, I would like to obtain uh, the career of my dreams, and that's being a pediatric nurse. Um, then just having, getting closer to God and just, you know, for the way how I live my life for Christ. I'm not saying drinking and smoking is not the will of God because it's not. But when you just live your life, when what I mean by live your life, like you don't have to listen to gospel 24 mm-hmm. seven. You don't have to read the Bible 24 seven. It even says I can't find it at the moment. God let me found that scripture a long time ago. But it even says it in his word that 
if you study too hard, you'll miss the main message of what he's trying to portray in the biblical story. So mm-hmm. you don't have to read the Bible 24-7, not saying that stuff that you're doing is not good, which is good. But at the end of the day, you got to remember, when God calls you home, he's going to look at your heart. So while I'm on this earth... And I'm summing it up real quick. When I'm on this earth, I want to live my life. I want to listen to music. And what I mean by that, I don't have to listen to music that has profanity in it. I don't have to listen to music that has other meanings behind it. I could just listen to good old-fashioned music that just means happiness. I mean, or sadness or romance or whatever genre you're looking for. That's what our mother raised us up on she was like not all the time you can listen to you don't have to listen to christian music and like that's when mom would play c-line dino around the house and then okay no look <laughs> we ain't talking about mama, Keep mama. <laughs> sorry mama <laughs> but she just raised us to be that but um not to cut you off but you know our parents and i say this on here a lot too as well that i am grateful for our parents like our parents wasn't born and raised into the church um they eventually turned their lives to god but to highlight something that they do their biggest thing was I'm not finna because they wanted us to cherish our relationship with God they didn't never want us to feel like it was forced like we have to worship this God we have to be Christians we have to do this thing like for God's sakes mom like was she did she was a part of so many religions like trying to learn different religions study different religions and then she ended up circling back to Christianity so it was like one of those things and you know whenever you you have kids because that's you know everybody know me right now i ain't really thinking about that um <laughs> when i'm married in yeah, the name when, of jesus yeah, and i'm married, married <laughs> um it's like one of those things like you will find god in your own season in your own way but you have to find god the way you are going to find god don't expect you know it to be thrown down your throat like yes being in church did help because you know the teachings we remember the teachings like when we get placed in the situation of bondage we cast the devil out and there's so many other things on top of that but i just wanted to highlight that about our parents like our parents never made us feel like they would disown us if we weren't christians they would disown us if we didn't worship god like at the end of the day we just gravitated to him and i think it's a blessing that we are in a family that accepts us and also understands christianity and that we all gravitated to him um i i mean i can't speak for everyone in the house but just the spirit of god does rest in this house and i'm just grateful that they gave us that opportunity to grow and not micromanage us because remember growing up in the church people would be like you let your daughters get tattoos you let your daughters dye their hair you let your daughters get piercings and my mom was like y'all worried about that like they're not gonna be looked at as sinners because they do those things let them girl live their life at the end of the day so it was grateful that I felt grateful that our parents came to back with us for us and not one of the parents like you know like letting people talk about their kids and not saying nothing like my parents they always went the back for us like we started dying our hair with at like 16 and people would say something about it now everybody in the church dying their head um we started getting tapped well 
I started getting tattoos once I turned 18. Disclaimer, I wanted one first. She beat me to it. Anyways, I started getting tattoos at 18, and people had a lot to say about it. And my mom was like, I mean, none of her tattoos mean nothing demonic, and I think they're actually pretty. And, you know, like, people will always have commentary on how they feel and what they feel, but at the end of the day, like, you have to draw that personal connection with Christ yourself because at the end of the day, and I tell people this because somebody asked me, would you want to marry a man that doesn't know God but will is willing to learn God from you and I said no I want somebody to know Christ for their own because I don't want them to say like you pressured me with this religion you made me this religion you made it seem like I couldn't date you unless I was this religion but at the, but at the same time if God gives you it for women and men that are listening if God gives you someone that's trying to be with you and learn God at the same time God has his purpose and his reasons. Yeah, of course. Like, if God gives you that individual, that means God knows that you are that light bulb for that individual, that you are creating a fire, not a light, because when there's darkness, God turns on the light. So you're the light at the moment. And then when he starts learning Jesus through you, then you become a fire. Yeah, but I just want, I get what you completely saying, but I just want listeners to know, like, don't feel, and I say this all the time, like, we are no messiahs. We can't you know tell people you're going to heaven or hell that's so true. it's like one of those things of like you can't force your religion onto people and i'm blessed to say this like i'm not like 100 percent perfect and you know i do have friends who are not saved and i do have friends who are saved and my friends who are not saved or god connects with people who are not saved the biggest thing they say to me they was like lydia you know I feel like all Christians were like you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I don't make them feel uncomfortable. I don't. They know when I'm walking into a room, I'm not going to throw God at you and say, y'all off in the burn. Like, I'm just not one of them people. I'm just a strong believer in everybody got their own issues. That's everybody right. got their own problems. I'm not going to be focused on that because I got my own issues and I got my own problems. And hopefully you will draw yourself to Christ like I did and you will see God for his truest form. But I'm not going to force nothing on you. But at the same time, it's a respect level. Just, our, just like I respect you in the season that you're in and you're life you have to respect mine don't put me in situations that is going to conquer con contradict there we go contradict who i am as a person and i think that's the biggest thing and honestly it makes me feel that it makes me feel bubbly inside to know that like Christ is winning. Like, people can hang around people who are saved, who are unsaved, and they can see something on you. And that's my biggest thing out of this whole entire, my life in general. Like, I want people to see God resting on me. I want them to see that blood that drips the oil that he blessed us with. Like, I want somebody to look at me and say, that girl is a Christian, and she's doing right by God, and she's doing right by herself. Like, how can I connect myself with that? That's my biggest thing. Like, I'm not out here trying to fake it till I make it, trying to pretend like I'm a Christian like no like I have my moments just like the next person but it's like one of those things of like to be able to relate and but sometimes you can't relate so we have to remember that too just because somebody's telling you a story not all the time you can relate but I also say God give me the words wisdom knowledge and power and understanding to be able to speak to these people to feed their spirit for something that you desire them to hear and not for me just to say me too because not all the time somebody needs to hear a me, me too, too right. sometimes they need to hear that something from God to give them that clarification to give them that piece of knowledge for them to be like this wasn't by coincidence like God wants me to do this or 
you know but go ahead and i'm glad you said um like your friends that are not safe that they feel comfortable around you you know when you said that it brought me to the uh story in the bible when it talks about how jesus traveled and people just knew who jesus was and Mm -hmm. when jesus talked to the people jesus didn't say god say this or god say that jesus didn't say nothing jesus either jesus just said you're healed or jesus said you can walk or you I can mean, see sometimes you know or, he did say my father yeah my but, father but not every time that jesus said something he said my father this my father tell me to tell you this or my father no he just did it he just did it so when it comes to christians and you know i'm a christian my sister is a christian as well you know it it comes back to the circle of what I was saying about just living my life. When you talk to the unsaved people, and I feel as though this is how we get unsaved people become saved, that when you talk to them, you just have a regular conversation with them. Those mm-hmm. people not stupid. Let me say that again. Those people not stupid. They know what saved people look like. They know what Christians look like. Like, we have an aroma. We have an aura. We have a sweet, common smell. We have a smell to us. So, they know what we are. Mm-hmm. So, don't take it, oh my gosh, yes, it's, it's a victory in heaven when one person be saved. Yes. Don't take every single person you meet. You got to talk about God. Mm-hmm. No. Sometimes God, like, say, for instance, I didn't know Lydia at all, and Lydia was unsaved. Sometimes God just wants you to sit there and talk to that person because you don't know. That person probably prayed that they just had a conversation with a saved person, and they don't talk about God just to see how they are. They probably was like, God, can I just have a conversation with with one of your people, with a saved person or with an apostle or whoever it is, just to see I'm all right, and they don't have to bring you in it just for them to say that I'm not alone just to say that it's gonna be okay that it's gonna be all right and everything is gonna come together all right not every time you talk to an unsaved person you bring Jesus in it it's a time and a place for everything Mm -hmm. like God would like Lydia said God will give you the words to say and how to say it when it's at it's appointed time it says it in the word that it's a appointed season and an appointed time for everything so summoning it back up to what Lydia just asked me I want to be a pediatric nurse I want to be you know make my relationship with God more closer and at the same time live my life then you know whenever God bless me with the person I'm supposed to be with, you know, I pray that I'll be in right place and right position at the right time. And for the young lady start listening to me, it's nothing wrong to pray for your future spouse when you're not married. It's nothing wrong praying to God saying, God, let me be in right place and right position. Because at the end of the day, when God brings your spouse to you, you got to remember it's something that our godparents always said when they was when they preach on the pulpit. Are you in right place and right position? Are you doing what God is telling you to do? Have you done the things that God has told you to do for you to receive the blessing? So, uh, you know, in the meantime, between time, I'm going to wait in the garden. I'm going to pray for him. I'm going to make myself ready. So when he come, I'll be ready. And I pray when the time comes, my dad will release me to him and it won't be no 
hard talk. It won't be well, Emmanuel this, well, Emmanuel that. It it's it's just gonna happen when naturally. it needs. Yes, mm-hmm. naturally. And then after that, I want to see myself having kids when I'm financially stable and my career is you know where it's supposed to be at. And you know, Lydia is right. I have come a long ways in life from, especially when I was sixteen. My God. <laughs> <laughs> a hothead at 16 now I'm just like calm mellow and soothing and I'm not saying that I have convert myself back to it that's just the flesh and you you always fight against the flesh and your spirit read Galatians chapter 5 you will always go through that it's just how you need to control it but anywho like you know I came a long way and you know I'm proud of myself. I'm proud. I'm proud of you too. I'm really proud. You know, I'm proud that I'm taking initiative of my life and I'm trying to understand. I already know who I who I am. I'm just trying to understand the necessities and the steps that I need to take of where I want to be in life. So, you know, yeah, that that that's what I'm excited for for when the time comes, you know, and you know, our family is it's good. We're good. Everyone's good. You know, every family goes through trials and tribulations. And, you know, this journey that I'm going on right now, you know, I just pray that God gives me the strength, the knowledge, and understanding. Mm-hmm. And God gives um, all of us complete healing at the yes. end of the day. That, you know, when the time comes that every everyone is healed. No more illnesses, no more sicknesses, mental healing. And, you know, healing doesn't always have to be a sickness. Healing could just also be I need a mental stableness or I need my heart to be healed or I need my finances to be healed healing has many variations of definitions to it and you know I just pray that God just you know make it happen and I, I believe that and I received that um we have been on here for a minute so you know, just thinking about the whole conversation that me and her have, you know, bringing it to the table and, you know, just reflecting on ourselves and the common denominator that, you know, talking about we are qualified, I am qualified. Um, don't forget that the common denominator will always be you. You can only progress within yourself. You can only elevate within yourself and stop being so quick to tell people your journey, your story and everything. Um, I'm going to just give this quick story and it's going to wrap everything up. Um, I have had, I have had, you know, people in my life that I thought were my friends and I foresaw certain things and visions that God was telling me and everything. And I was ecstatic and I was telling them. And then these same people low key told me to my face that I was praying against what you was praying for God for. And I was like in the back of my head, well, that's not really my friend. But at the end of the day, God knew what was bigger and better for me because they was trying to pray against my blessing. And God I'm just a strong believer in what God has for you. It is for you. It's always going to be full circle. Regardless, you think it's supposed to happen within that moment, within that instant, within that second. Like, you don't know why it's being blocked. Not because somebody's praying against it, but because God knows when it's the right timing. So, you know... But at the same time, you know, I thank God for why that person prayed against your prayer, because that just tells you at that time and at the moment, yes, God is always going to bless you. Hallelujah. And all that other extra stuff for the people that speaking in tongue while we talking at the moment. But when you think about it, when people pray against your prayer, 
You got to think to yourself, what type of blessing I had that they was praying against and what mm-hmm. type of blessing I have now. The, the blessing that God was going to give me before, it didn't happen. So God doubled the blessing because he said in his word that he would restore what the locusts and the canker worm have eaten. So mm. at the time that your blessing was supposed to come in your life, but someone was defeating that blessing, God was like, okay. Let me put that on it since you praying against it. Let me put that on it since you praying against it. Matter of fact, let me just bless you with a whole brand new car. With an affordable car note. With an affordable car insurance. Matter of fact, let me just bless you with your own company. When people is praying against you. Because it says in his word, I will restore to you what they have eaten and taken away from you. So, for the people that's depressed about the blessing that they missed because someone else prayed against it think about what the word said i will restore to you what the canker worm and the locusts is eating so you saddened about that blessing just keep on going honey you'll see the blessing that god blessed you with before you look for it it's a miracle uh, yes i received that you know what god has for you it is for you and can't no person can't nobody block that and that's on period like if you desire a deeper connection with god then do it if you want to be a counselor or you need to be or you need counseling then do it if you want to travel more in life do it if you want to enjoy life more do it we always you know say what we can't do or always try to figure out how to do it and the whole time god is telling us just do it do it we won't always understand or see the path that we are supposed to take but if we continue to hold god's hand he will always lead the way And I didn't mean to round on that part, but that's good to me. So let me repeat it. We won't always understand or see the path that we are supposed to take. But if we continue to hold God's hand, he will always lead the way. And that's how I'm wrapping that up right there. Maywood, do you have any closing remarks? Well, all I have to say is this what our dad been saying to us since we were well since we were babies and until the next podcast and and until you know Lydia pray for a miracle that I come back on this podcast thing again (laughs) (laughs) I want you to say to yourself every day what our father told us no one can be the best me but me no one can beat me at being me but me I can only be the best me that I can be. So with that being said, I am qualified because I'm being the best me that I can be and no one can beat me but myself. And while I'm trying to beat myself, I'm actually improving myself so the more and more you say that the more and more you'll see changes in your life and that's Lydia sum up the podcast you know I'm just proud of her you know even though you know she doesn't have a job at the moment you know I'm I'm just proud for how far she came right now honestly I'm happy she don't have a job because now she can rest this girl Ever since we was little, she always graduated in the AB honor roll or the A honor roll or some type of society. When she graduated high school, did y'all know this girl graduated in the National Honor Society? Then she graduated in the Spanish Honor Society. Then she passed all her tests and she got all her cords and she got her diploma at the same time. 
So, okay, sidebar, I was in the NHS, but they didn't have enough spots, so I wasn't in the NHS, but I was in the Spanish NHS, um, National Honor Society, and then when I graduated college, I was in Psi Theta Phi Data Kappa. Um, that's an honor society as yeah, well. She um, she been on the top of her game, and it's like to me, she I don't know how she feel at this moment. Well, she says she's depressed because that's what she said that you know. But at the same time, she's trying to you know keep her faith of God. But you know, this podcasting to me is just an eye opener for the both of us because to me, you need to see how much. Not look at me. I didn't graduate in no society. I just was qualified. I just, <laughs> I got my diploma and have a good day. My sister, she's overqualified. She she overachieved. And, you know, with her in the podcasting and then YouTube, like, you going to overachieve again. But this time, you making your own business. You're going to be your own boss. And that's what you always wanted since you were little. You won't be yo God. I feel like I'm finna cry, girl. I'm so quiet because she about to make me cry. But you know, God to me, God put a pause, and I don't know why God making us get emotional. Maybe someone need to hear this. Maybe God put a pause in your life for you to see that you qualified, for you to see that you done did all that hard work that you done did for the past couple of years, and God probably be like. Okay, my child, that's enough. You done did enough that I done needed. It is enough. You done did so much that it's overflowing. And you've been wanting your own business for a long time. And look what God is doing. God is making you progress and reach. God is making you progress in your YouTube. God is making you progress in general. So God is always going to give you away, Lydia. Think about it. The time when it came graduation, the same person that we should not speak of didn't let me get my diplomas, the same person that did it for you. But you graduated with your diploma on graduation day. And you still was a part of all your societies. When you was in college, when our parents got ill, you still graduated in all of those societies. And grandma died. And grandma. You still graduated in all of those societies. And I'm just proud of you. Like, for real, I'm proud of you. And I don't know what I did as a bit, sister, because, y'all, I just be sitting watching TV and sometimes the TV watching me. Maybe I'm the influence of her. Don't want to do that for the rest of her life. (laughs) But but, I don't know what I did to make you want to be such a star in what you progressing into be. But I'm proud of you. And... To the younger sisters that's listening to my sister podcast, as my sister always say towards the end, if nobody told you that they love you, she do. I'm going to do it vice versa. Little sisters out there, if no big sister ever told you that they love you, I do. And I'm proud of you and everything that you accomplished. Keep up the good work. And if you slack in, it's all right. It's, it's okay. Just take Take your time. We cry. Don't be like Lydia. Take a day and then she all together and good. But if you need more time than that, Lydia's a soldier, so Lydia could do that. But if you need more time than that, then give yourself a couple of days. Don't waddle on your sorrow too long because then you're just wasting time. Give yourself a couple of days. 
and pick it back up. And I promise you, it's going to be all right. And I'm just proud of you. Uh, I really am. When you don't have no job, I'm still proud of you because I think about everything you done accomplished. We talking about that we are qualified. You, you, you done accomplished so much. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, she ain't finna make me get emotional because I'm a G. Okay. Um, thank you for coming on this episode and coming out your comfort zone. Like I said before, um, because you always, always supported me. Even if you wanted wanted to do it, you always dimmed your light so my light could shine brighter. And I just want you to know I'm grateful for that, but stop dimming your light for me. Because at the end of the day, whatever God has for us to do, whether it be together or separate, he's going to let it come. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Um... I'm pretty sure my listeners enjoy this seasoned wisdom <laughs> she brought us. Um, I'm really, I, I really enjoyed this conversation with you. Like all the many other conversations we had, staying at five o'clock in the morning, talking about life and everything. I'm, I'm really enjoying growing with you as a sister. Our bond getting, you know, stronger. And I'm, <sighs> thank you, thank you. You you say you proud of me, but honestly, like looking at you and looking what you've been through, um, having just a lot thrown at you, whether it's relationships, whether it's attacks on your physical body and shoot, I almost lost my sister my senior year of high school. Like just so many things. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for even though at times I felt like you wasn't my big sister when you needed to be my big sister. You have you have always stepped to the occasion like if I really needed you and there has been times that I really needed you and you weren't there. But I mean, I'm not going to hold it against you because like you said, you was going through your own emotions. Um, We're all human. And. I just want to tell you thank you. Not not saying thank you because you came on my podcast. I'm saying thank you for everything. Thank you for being the big sister. Because, I mean, I'm the middle child and everybody think I'm always the big sister. But at the end of the day, she has dealt with so much that me being the big sister, I wouldn't have dealt with. I would have been like, poof, to the bye. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm I'm grateful. I, I I am really grateful. I'm grateful that you are my sister and everything. And I'm grateful for my listeners, men and women, boys and girls, teens and unteens. This is mainly geared towards older. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm I'm grateful. I'm I'm just I'm grateful for the gain of followers. I'm grateful for the activity. Like I'm just I'm great. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful for health. I'm grateful for strength. And I'm thankful that God is using me in this season um, not to just challenge my faith to see him in a deeper depth, but for people to look at me and y'all y'all are really going to remember this moment like this girl was unemployed now she has a multi-billion dollar company and i'm just speaking that over myself and it might be more than that like i don't know what god has in store for me in the season and in my life but i'm just going to continue to hold my head up and even where i feel at times i don't deserve nothing i'm grateful 
I'm I'm so grateful. Um, I'm not gonna get emotional, so we're gonna get off this thing. So, <laughs> if no one has told you this today, I love you. God loves you. My sister just said she loves you. But other than that, this is your sister, friend, cousin, daughter, next door neighbor, and homie Lydia signing off until we meet again and reminding you to please like comment, share, follow, and make sure your post notifications are turned on for the next episode. Plus, keep up with my YouTube channel by searching up Lydia's Chronicles, Lydia's Chronicles, L-Y-D-I-A, the apostrophe S, so Lydia's, and then Chronicles, C-H-R-O-N-I-C-L-E-S. Um, but yeah, P.S., we must not forget to remember the end game here is to grow to be the best version of ourselves mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. With who? With God. I love you, SBCs, and until we meet again. Don't forget to do your Holy Communion. And for the people that's listening and thinking in a negative way, God made water into wine. He didn't take no fruits and make it into no wine. Wine is made out of fruit. He made the water into wine. Drink drink the right drink. Drink some juice, not no wine for no communion. And take your bread, and God will restore you. Hallelujah. I'm not finna play with this girl. All right, y'all. Until <laughs> we meet again. Bye.